Welcome to COPE 100 Podcast, where every Thursday we openly share stories, coping strategies, and lived experiences to manage our emotions. This is your host, Leone Brown, coming to you real and uncut with her lived experiences and that of others to hopefully help change your lives. In today's episode, someone asked me, to talk about the effects, the long-term effects of mental health. Do remember, if you've lived a story, share it. We all have stories. And because I've been sharing other people's stories, I've been contacted with more stories to change, to hopefully change your lives. Some of you can resonate with it, or you might be in awe and think, oh my goodness, I didn't know these things happened, but they do. Speak up, use their voices. This young lady is a well-educated woman. She's married to a well-educated man, has four kids and live in a beautiful house. Both of them have their cars. They look fine as if nothing is happening that could destroy them at all. When you look at them, you admire the family unit. Everything looks good and hunky-dory. But she said to me, I am broken. She has been broken all her life. And she reported that her family all suffer from mental ill health. And it's a condition that's inherited. But she denied it for so many years. I remember her telling me her brother had mental health issue. Then she said her sister. And then she said another sister. And I've never judged her because she's never opened up to me to say she's struggling with it. But because she keeps hearing about it and the conversations are becoming more normalized now, mental health no longer should be seen as a taboo or the no-go area. We must talk about it. She felt comfortable sharing it with me and asking me to share it with our family here. This young lady told me she left home at age 12 and ran away and went abroad to get away from her family because she had lots of issues happening. Assaults during the family, sexual assault. Her mother did not believe her. Her father didn't speak to her, so she felt broken, alone, ashamed, full of guilt, as if she's done something wrong. And that taught her not to speak out. And ever since, she said to me, each time she speak out, she got in trouble. In her jobs, if she speak out, they didn't like it. She had to keep leaving this job, leaving that job. And then she just felt like it's best to be silent. And then when she started being silent, she felt trapped. It's such a lovely young lady, but because of the mental ill health that she has constantly suffered, it has affected her children and her family and her husband because she does not have a very great relationship with her husband. She looks for faults in him and her children. She drags them out sometimes a few times a day to go running, walking, because she has to be out. She's panicking. She's full of anxiety. So whatever she thinks she has to do to maintain her mental health, she drags the kids in it. While it's not tailored for them, those needs are her needs, not their needs. And now she was saying to me, one of her sons, now he's having a lot of mental health issues. 
But I remember her saying, years ago she thought there must be an issue with one of her kids, but she believed she does not want her kids to be labeled as having any conditions at all, like neurodivergence. And I said to her, a lot of people think those things, but in my opinion, it would be best if the kids get assessed and get the support they need because at times it's us we're worried about our own egos our own feelings why we do not get support for our kids and she said to me no she regret not getting that son checked out all those years because at this moment he is suffering in the school that he is because is in the wrong learning environment. She now believes he's got autism on the autism spectrum disorder on that spectrum and she just feels so guilty. So there's another layer of guilt laid upon her now. I could only advise her to continue to get the support she needs because when you suffer from mental ill health, it's not a smooth sailing journey. Ever so often you may doubt yourself, doubt your ability to cope. You may be faced with a situation that knocks you for six and you feel as if you can't cope. But if you continue to use the learning strategies that were given to you by the people who were helping you or supporting you, you can cope. Or if you find that the people who are in positions to support you aren't supporting you, you seek further support elsewhere. There's always help somewhere. There's always a solution. So she believes she may never ever heal from mental ill health. Now, I cannot tell her if she will or not. What I know, there is help out there. And if you seek help, there's always a way out. But I'm glad she asked me to share this because so many people are ashamed of speaking about mental health. Please do not be ashamed of speaking about it. Get some help. Mental health affects everyone. If it does not personally affect you, it affects someone you know. Or maybe there's someone in your family who is affected by mental ill health. And it will affect you. It will affect the carers, the family members, friends, colleagues. So it affects everyone. Please don't be afraid of speaking out. Find someone you trust to speak to. Maybe your GP or someone you don't even know. Sometimes you can ring the Samaritans or go online and do online referrals. Speak to someone over the phone mental health matters and i can tell you when i was growing up i can relate i remember being such a sad child i did not know there was a tomorrow i did not know i would live to see the next day i was so sad and broken and i can tell you now from experience i survived that so maybe i was depressed but i would not know the word at that time or no one checked me out i was really sad so maybe it was just a, a moment of sadness or it was depression. I don't know. Nothing was said. But I did not feel happy. And I did not like the way I was feeling. So I think that time something was happening to me because of the sad life I was living. And I made a vow to myself that 
as an adult, I will not live in sadness. I will be happy. I, anything that's trying to steal my happiness or my peace, I will work on it and deal with it. And I talk about things. The first time I saw a counselor was in uni and my brother had an, had an accident and he was nearly was about to face jail. And I went to speak to a counselor. They sent me to the counselor at the university and I kept crying and crying. And she said to me, each time I mentioned your mother, you kept crying. What's the matter with your mother? And I had to speak to her because for years I kept it all in because I was ashamed that people would judge me for saying my mother was mean to me. Because in Jamaica, most times they think the parents are always right in those days. And that's when I started speaking up about how hurt I was by my mother. And that's when I started letting her go, forgiving her and growing up and just letting everything out. And I can tell you from my experience, when you open your mouth and talk about these things, you get help. You even help yourself by hearing your own voice saying it and working out it out in your head and realizing this can be sorted. So I can encourage you today, continue sharing your stories and continue talking about your mental health. And even if you're in good mental health today, it takes work to keep it good. So don't think because you're good today, it'll be good tonight. You have to constantly work on it and find self-help tips. Be kind to yourself and know that you are loved. And if no one else loves you, you start loving yourself. Love yourself so much that it doesn't matter if no one else loves you. Okay? Until next week, have a beautiful week. Thank you.